Hi, my name is John Kim, and I'm a therapist who went through his own rebirth. I share my feelings and revelations. I believe in casual or clinical and with you instead of at you. I come unrehearsed on purpose because self-help doesn't have to be so complicated. So there is a ticking clock this morning as I sit in my closet with a seven-pound human attached to my stomach. If she wakes up, this episode is over, so... Um, I must go as fast as I can. At the same time, I really want to get this message out. Two game changers. One is you have to design your life in a way where you reduce your fight or flight. So let me explain. One of the big game changers for me, um, the difference between when I was miserable and today, uh, is actually my, my, my state, my fight or flight. So uh, when I was in my 20s and 30s, most of my 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 day, I was in a fight or flight state, right? And maybe you can re- relate to this, I'm sure. Uh, and it doesn't have to be uh, so dramatic that you really think that the, the sky is falling and you're panicking. It could be a subtle fight or flight, right? It could be, um, you know, death by a thousand paper cuts. A, a dripping faucet can can drown you. And for me, it was the the subtle fight or flight of not being successful and, and kind of living in, in dread and worry and wondering where the next paycheck's going to come from, not having a sense of direction and purpose and all of these things, right? And also um, being in a in a marriage where uh, there was con- where it was falling apart, and so all of that created this subtle fight or flight. Like nothing bad happened. It wasn't like there was a horrific accident or, you know, there, there, there wasn't anything for me to panic, but it was this weird kind of gray cloud that I allowed to follow my, myself around for years. And, and I think that's actually more dangerous because it, it sneaks up on you. And when we are in a subtle fight or flight, we are in, um, in, in survival mode, you know, it's really hard to uh, start climbing the Maslow's hierarchy of needs and thriving when you are in a panic state. And so this is something that that has been just transformative for me is realizing that and then designing a life where you are not or designing a life where you are in as least fight or flight as possible. So let's talk about that. What can you do in your life? So for me, it was um finding fitness, getting out of the house. It was um, getting super mindful and present and um, being able to seek nectar, which I think is an ability. I talk about that a lot. I've got this hummingbird tattoo on my left bicep to remind me that joy doesn't just fall on your lap. You know, it's an ability. You have to produce it. And by experiencing joy, even if it's in moments or seconds, you are... uh, Stepping out of your fight or flight, right? You are panicking less. Um, gratitude, being grateful for where you're at, what you what you have, how far you've come as a practice, not just one time, but really being grateful, dropping into your body and feeling it, right? That sets you, um, that, that dismisses the fight or flight. It, it neutralizes it. Um, spending time with friends, you know, uh, in my 20s and 30s, I, didn't, I thought friends were not important. And what's the point in having friends? You know, it's all about building your empire and becoming quote unquote successful. Now, I really believe friends are, are everything. And it's doing uh, life with people because we're tribal creatures. 
that will help you get out of the suck, that'll help you um, the pull, help you pull, pull yourself out of the quicksand, that'll help you put things into perspective, that'll get you out of your head, right? Reminds you that um, there's more to life than than making money and becoming quote unquote successful or or whatever you're chasing or swimming toward. Um, but designing a life where you're getting all these elements, you know, connecting to yourself, uh, spending time for yourself, uh, creating a creative space. Most of us, and I've been there, have had are in jobs where we're punching a clock instead of the sky. Uh, do you hear those noises? That's that's uh, <laughs> that's my daughter Logan getting very antsy. I'm I'm halfway into this. I got to finish before she starts screaming. Um, finding creative spaces that calms you. Uh, finding flow states. Right. So when I say design your day, it these things they don't just happen. You have to have, have an uh, make an effort. And and the reason why I think designing your day is important is uh, I think lifestyle design is a huge part of self betterment because if you design your day in a way where um, the day automatically as you go through it neutralizes you, pulls you out of uh, fight or flight. Um, where you're hitting more more flow states and 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 maneuvering more at a, at a higher frequency, then you're going to um, not be in panic mode, right? Then you're going to uh, your body is going to feel more grounded and more whole and more complete and more honest. And this is the state that's going to get you to more of an attracting state, right? This is the state that's going to get you to start thriving because when we're in fight or flight and I get it because of our stories, because of our trauma, because of our experiences, uh, we walk the earth with a shield and ready to um, protect ourselves, right? And this is, this is just how we're wired. And if we don't make an effort to put the shield down, to drop into our bodies, to see uh, the moments, the joys in life, to be present, uh, to love without our past, to lean into our resistance, all these things that uh, I've, I've just been rambling about for years, um, then we're always going to create our own prison. Then we're always going to um, be defensive. Then we're always going to be afraid to love, right? Then we're always going to uh, create our own island. And so the one game changer is to do everything you can that's a daily practice, right? Not 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 just a weekend, but design your life in a way where you are in as least fight or flight as possible. And think about what that looks like for you. Maybe it's yoga classes. Maybe it's coffee with friends, you know? Think about it in a very practical way where you could start implementing this in your life where it doesn't cost a lot of money, where you don't have to go on, you know, expensive trips, right? If you're if you're thinking, uh uh a, a trip to Italy will get you out of a fight or flight state. Okay, great. But can you do that tomorrow? You know, and also is that sustainable? So it's the little things that uh, there are daily routines that pull us out of fight or flight because that uh, is consistent and it's, it's just, you know, it becomes a way of life. So that's one game changer. The second game changer for me, and this may sound obvious, but many people know this, very few actually do anything about it. It's to get out of your head. Your head is the your thoughts, your cognitive distortions, your slippery wells uh, in your brain. 
um, all of that, those are, that's the most dangerous place to be. And most of us live in our heads. And by living in our heads, we are usually dwelling on the past or obsessing about the future. They say we have about 60,000 thoughts a day. Most of those thoughts are negative, correct? And then not only that, um, all right, all right, we're almost done. Oh, shit. Oh, shit, guys, two minutes. Most of that are negative, and 90% of those thoughts supposedly are the same ones you had yesterday. So basically, you are living in the past. So to correct that, you got to break that pattern. So I don't know how you want to do it. There is no right way. It's like eating a Reese's peanut butter cup. Um, there's no right way to get out of your head, right? It, for some, it's a motorcycle ride. For some, it's um, practicing mindfulness. For some, it's meditation. For some, it's the, their daily sweat. Uh, whatever works for you, you just have to do it. Being aware of your negative thoughts. If you have to keep a thought journal, um, do that, a log. Uh, being aware of your negative thoughts and seeing if you can replace those with positive thoughts. And it's going to take a ton of practice, right? Because you're rewiring yourself. You, The way that we think, the way that you think, is something that has been auto on autopilot for the last, what, 30 years, 20 years, you know? And so to change that, it's, it's you're breaking a habit that is so deeply ingrained. So it's not going to be a weekend. It's not going to be a seminar. It's not going to be reading a self-betterment book. It's going to be a daily practice. Be aware of your negative thinking. Notice how that affects your body and your state. Does that set you off into a subtle fight or flight? If it does, know that you need to change that and try to close the gap, the time that it takes to be in that negative space or that negative thinking and to switch it Maybe you re reframe. Maybe you put yourself in a different environment. Um, maybe you have to ultimately um, get some people out of your life that are pulling you down. I don't know, but whatever it takes, replace that with positive. So positive thoughts, positive experiences, positive energy, whatever positivity, uh, an honest positivity, right? Not just um, not a fake positivity because there's a lot of that out there too. That's very slippery and it's just sugar and it's not going to change you. But a genuine deep positivity that you feel in your body, so it's not just a positive thought, but it's something you experience that's going to change your state. So these two things have significantly changed my life. And listen, I'm not talking about external performance things, right? I'm talking about the internal. And I believe that when you change the way that you are inside, that ripples outward and then your life outside will change. So number one, do everything you can to get out of your subtle fight or flight panic state. You cannot thrive in that state. So whether it's producing joy, seeking more uh, flow states, more creativity, maybe it means leaving a job or a relationship, I don't know, but you have to get yourself out of a fight or flight state. And then number two, all right, baby, one second, number two, be aware of your thoughts. Get out of your head. Thank you for listening. Be well. Listen, if you are great at helping other people and you have a passion for that and you want to find personal freedom and level up the skills you already have, it's time to become a life coach. When I became a coach, there was nothing like this out there. And so I developed this coaching training program alongside Noel Cordo. 
Journey Coaching. That's J-R-N-I. And it is amazing. It's 100% live. It's everything that I wish I had when I was starting out. Meaningful, evidence-based education, real people, real community, lifetime support and business development, ICF certified. Just go to theangrytherapist.com, my website, and click on Become a Coach and explore the Journey Coaching Intensive. See you in class. Hey, before you go, if you like my ramblings and revelations and shares, I am now texting people directly to their phone. Just go to my website, theangrytherapist.com. If you want to subscribe, I'll be doing weekly text, five days a week, reminders and also uh, mindsets and uh, exercises and challenges. And every week there will be a different theme, a different topic. So I hope to see you in your phone. And also, if you enjoy this conversation, I hope you help me uh, spread the dialogue and help other people by sharing it. You never know what people need to hear. So if it's helped you, I hope you uh, can help me help others.